Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Dinner with a Side of Sci-Fi. Today we will be preparing vegetable sushi bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> deconstructed sushi bowl. Yeah, deconstructed sushi bowl. Um, closest thing we can get to kelp. While discussing the Jesus incident. Yeah, so the recipe basically is a deconstructed sushi roll. So it's going to be rice uh, with cucumbers, carrots, avocado, seaweed, and then some quickly marinated pickles. Or not pickles. Uh, radishes that we're marinating right now. So really healthy. Um, okay, and the book, The Jesus Incident. Quick summary of this uh this tome of a book. Uh, chaplain psychiatrist Raja Flattery wakes up on the ship from hype from cryo sleep. Uh, and before the book started, he and his crew succeeded in making the ship sentient. Uh, so when he wakes up, the ship talks to him. The ship is a character. Uh, and then the ship demands that humans and some other human-like species that have been picked up uh, during Raja Flattery's cryo sleep must properly worship it like a god. Uh, and it's not just worship, it's W-O-R capital S-H-I-P. Worship. The ship then brings them to this planet called Pandora, uh, where they form a colony on the surface. There's lots of dangerous aliens on the planet, including hooded runners, which are some kind of scary panther-like creature, that's how I imagine them, that like to eat your eyes. Uh, highlighters, which are these big jellyfish things in the sky uh, that have some kind of electro-tentacles. And then uh, electro-kelp, which is a, a kelp that kind of takes over most of the oceans on the planet. It's mostly oceans. Uh, and it's, a, it's electric. And these animals are attacking the colony uh, throughout the book. Uh, and there's scientists studying them, making clones... Uh, and the scientist and then a poet, because there's a poet in this book, discover there's a hive mind type situation with all the uh, native life forms. Uh, then there's a lot of rape and alien human sex, time travel to see Jesus, uh, and then a quickly incubated baby is born, and then the colonists are able to join the hive somewhat, and the ship is happy with this. Uh, so that's kind of... A quick summary. This book had a lot going on. It had a lot going on. It was kind of confusing and weird. I liked it. I didn't love it. I will say that anyone that does the audiobook, normally I listen to my audiobooks at 1.25 speed. Mm -hmm. This one, it turns out the narrator spoke so slowly that I was able to follow it perfectly fine at double speed. Yeah. (laughs) I, I listened to it. I listened to it and I read it just because I was like, I'm never going to finish it if I just do one. Yeah. Did you do the whisper sync thing? I did not. I I haven't. Don't you need Audible to do that? You do. Yeah. So you, it's annoying because you have to buy it twice. That's the reason I don't do it. Yeah. So I just, I checked it out from the library. Oh, okay. On, no, maybe I did get it. I think I had like a free trial to Audible. That, I think that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so Jason is starting the rice. Basically, that's all we have to cook is the rice. And chop some vegetables and bam, refreshing dinner. 
Yes, so it's very exciting. I threw a wrench in the works today because I am doing a reduction diet and am still not eating gluten. So. Yeah, so this is gluten-free and uh, dairy-free for just for reduction diet purposes. Yeah. Uh, so one thing I want to just start off with was Raja Flattery is the was kind of one of the main characters, and he he had originally a, there was a prequel to this book or a book before this uh, where they Raja Flattery had involvement in making the ship sentient. So he's like, when the ship woke him up, he's like, well, people can't know that it's me because they'll know about me from the ship stories and all that. So he's like, let me change my name to Raja Thomas. So I'm like, that's not that different, buddy. It's not. And also there was the whole doubting Thomas reference. And they talked about if there was something inherent with the name because he didn't believe and he was skeptical. It was, there's a lot lot going on. Yeah. Because he was the one who didn't believe the ship was a god. Right. Which I didn't think it was either. It's a ship that became sentient. Although, you know, in the end, what it wanted them all along was to be their most, like, ideal selves. Yeah. Right. Because that was, at the end, they kind of joined the hive mind. Right? Is that what happened at the end? No, well, the hive mind died. They did succeed in killing it, but they had the new one. They had the hybrid because, what's your name, had the baby. Yes. Yes. Um, Legata. Legata Hamill. 23 week, twenty-three days of growth for every day. It's pretty crazy. For the baby? For the baby. Yeah. But then she had to suck on the ship's teat? Yeah, that was another, <laughs> like, that was kind of gross. So the ship had the, the ability to, you know, feed the people on the ship with ship tits, where you would just go and get nutrients, I guess, from it. But it was selective about who would get them. Yeah, like, only some people would get it. And it's just, I'm like, that's a little crass. I don't know. The ship required that it had to raise everyone's children until they were seven. Yep. I was worried at first because I saw that it was a sequel. But then I found out that the sequel was, like, an unspecified number of centuries before this one. And in the in the, in the time that followed, the ship had gone and collected humans from yep. all these other planets that had been destined and doomed to explode. Mm-hmm. They had made all these genetically made clones that had like special job functions, extra muscles and Yeah, so yeah, there was all these different types of like humanoids, so like uh Wayla. Which one was Wayla? Wait, was she the one who had the baby? No, she was the one who had the baby. My bad. Wayla was the one who had the baby. Right. Not Lagata. Okay. So Wayla was like she was like a chameleon. Her skin would turn colors. And she was like a really efficient guard on the planet, on the colony. Um, and she kind of teamed up with Peniel, who was from the ship, who was a poet, who got sent down to the planet. And also with Raja Thomas. So the three of them kind of paired up to investigate the electro cult. Right. Because... They were trying to kill it, really. Or well, the one guy was it. trying to kill it, and yeah. the other ones were like, well, maybe it's sentient. Yeah. And he's like, well, if we just kill it, then we can have this whole planet, and then the human race will be saved. Right. So they take, like, a submarine that goes into the kelp, which is this is kind of cool, and the kelp overtakes them, and 
Wayla and Peniel end up kind of flying out of the top and there's a highlighter there. One of the giant jellyfish things that floats in the sky and the tendrils wrap around them and they end up like having sex with each other and with the highlighter and just like a big kind of like sex scene with the alien hive mind thing. They, they sort of commune with it and, yeah. and it like knows them so intimately that they can't keep secrets from it. Yeah. Uh, and then that's when she gets knocked up with the baby. Yep. This like quick baby. And it's like, and the baby's like sucking the life force from all the other children. Yeah. So all the other children are aging prematurely and like starving to death because the baby is sucking away their life forces. <laughs> Which they just kind of gloss past. Like once you realize the ramifications of, oh no, it won't take old people. Like, oh, so it's just killing all the kids? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone seemed fine with that. They never mention them again. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> and, um, like kind of weird. Well, okay, and so Peniel was matched with this woman named, um, let's see, Ekla. And they were supposed to, you know, get, like, mate and have children, and he didn't want to. So he went ships, or he went planet side, and she was on the ship still. And the ship had a special destination for her, so she went into this, the ship told her to go into this laboratory that she had never seen before and she goes in there and he's like okay you're gonna time travel now she's like what so he sends her back to the crucifixion of jesus christ right just uh yep just the just watches jesus get crucified i guess to show it was to show the horror of the gruesomeness of man or something i don't know it sent her back because it wanted her to understand the violence that can become associated with being with a God manipulating too much. Like if God is too forceful, the people become resistant and violent. The poet figured that out. So was that supposed to be like the ship was becoming like that? Cause the ship seemed like a real dick. And I think the ship was trying to explain why it was taking such a hands-off approach. Uh-huh. I don't feel like the ship was taking a hands-off approach. No, the, the ship was manipulative. And, and it was just, like, feeding people and, like... Starving other people. At like one everyone point, else, there yeah. was a guy, like, the administrator from the colony, Oaks, was there on the ship. And the ship, like, turned his air off for, like, a couple minutes. And he, like, couldn't breathe. So just, I don't know... I, this was weird. This book was weird. I Yeah, I, I had a really hard time with it. And I kept thinking of Dune, obviously, because Frank Frank Herbert wrote Dune. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this book was also written by Bill Ransom, which who was a poet, actually. So I think that might be why there was, like, a poet featured in the book. It definitely... Well, one of the re- online reviews I said said it was a little rough around the edges. Yeah. I think it was more than a little rough around the edges. Yeah. Like, it had some good ideas in there. It just was... It just didn't seem like it was edited or anything. Just not... Just the whole... I don't know. The going back and seeing Jesus. That was weird. Mm-hmm. And- oh, and then there... 
So they're doing all this research on clones, and there's this lab called Lab One that, like, no one ever goes to. And apparently, like, if you go there, it's, they call it the Scream Room, and you get thrown in there with a bunch of clones, and they basically rape you. Because he's trying to make genetic diversity? I wasn't quite sure what was going on with that. I think that's a good way to do that. No. <laughs> like, there's way easier ways that are less cruel to uh, the clones and to the people they're sending in there. Like, just, I didn't get that. Like, what was the point of that? I definitely was just treating them, the clones, as slaves. Yeah, they were treating the clones as just terribly. Uh, it was... That scene was... It was just like, what is the point of this? I don't understand. What the point? I felt that way a lot throughout the whole book. Yeah. I just... It's, it's like, was it trying to be shocking? Because it was the 70s? No, well, you know, I think maybe... It was a progressive take on religion, maybe? Like, yeah. at the end of the day, the best way that you can worship God is by being the best human that you can be. Yeah. Which means, like, putting aside your need to survive for the good of others. And unity. Yeah. I'm going to Cuisinart. So do we want to do that, or do we want to slice these long and thin? What do you think? Um. It looks prettier if we slice them. What does that... This will make them, like, into, into, like, the matchsticks. I think we can just do matchsticks. Okay. That's what the picture in the website had. Yeah, and then we'll just, um, and then we could slice the cucumber manually. Yeah, and I can do the avocado. Cool. So, Dave, are you going to listen to all, are you going to read all the other books in the series? <laughs> I mean, I honestly might read this one again, just to see if I can get my head wrapped around it a little bit. Yeah, so, there was a lot of characters that reminded me of... Dune characters, like, definitely the, uh, are you about to go again? Yeah, I'm gonna go again. One second. Done. So there was, uh, the administrator on the planet, Oaks, was pretty, he was kind of a a Mm -hmm. D-bag. But then there was this doctor on the ship called Ferry, and he was overweight, an alcoholic. Um, he used a lot of resources to get wine, even though they like really didn't have that much food resources. Him and Julius, right? Somehow we got him in Jolo. That was the back on the ship. Yeah, that's who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he was just gross. Like he was like kind of like just horny for lots of different women, and like kind of described them like lustfully and just just like. <laughs> Kind of gross seeming, and it just reminded me of like Baron Harkonnen from from uh, from Dune. I can see that. And then the whole chaplain psychiatrist thing, like what a weird, mm-hmm. what a weird like the concept. And they call them CPs. What well, makes sense? For, you know, like a lot of times I think like the priest acts as the psychiatrist for a lot of people. I think a lot of people treat confession that way. Yeah, it's kind of. That just seemed like a little dated, like a dated thing to have, like, oh, yes, the psychiatrist. And they kept talking about the Christian book of death and the Muslim book of death. And is that just the Bible? 
I I don't really know, to be honest with they you. They kept referencing these holy books that I had never heard of. Yeah, totally not aware of any of those holy books, or books of the dead. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought a lot about Doom with this. You know, and I think I had a similar complaint. I didn't, I didn't really like the characters in Dune either. Mm-hmm. And the, the storyline was a little dense. Mm-hmm. So I really need compelling characters if the storyline is going to be super dense. Well, everyone's so serious. It's like so serious and like just dense and like dark. And, and like Dune's like that too. Yeah. And when does that new Dune come out? Let's see. Is that, like, soon? Yes. I feel like we did a good job picking something relevant. We did for once, although I think it's not super relevant. October 22nd, the new game will be coming out. Oh, my God. I thought it was coming out sooner than that. But a new trailer just landed, so that's why it's been in the news a lot. I've just been seeing so much about it on the internets. So are you going to read the sequels, Jason? No, no, not a chance. Not a chance. <laughs> I, um, I read the original Dune trilogy. Yeah. I have not read any of the prequel or sequel books. I don't plan on reading any of the prequel or sequel books. Um, I would be interested to see how this links into that universe, because it's supposed to be in the same universe. Oh, it's Dune? Mm-hmm. Oh. I could see that. I mean... It, I guess just because it's time. so far at the end. Yeah. I really liked the planet Pandora that they were on. I really liked the creatures on there. They're very creative uh, cha- differences of like aliens and how they were all kind of connected, how dangerous it was. The planet was two islands basically surrounded by water, ocean. So I thought that was really cool. Um, and then I was also reading a couple people were saying that the movie Avatar yeah, takes place on Pandora. Took some inspiration from this. And there's Avatar has the hive planet or mm-hmm. the hive mind thing going on to some extent. And the name of the hive mind on, in this book was Avata or Avata. Avita. Avita. Yeah. So almost Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a little interesting. And I was like, I don't know. What's your name? Remember, knew what the name meant. It stood out to the one. So it's some, uh, it's a, it's like an Indian god uh, with like many faces. Maybe I should look that up. We can do that. Goddess associated with fresh water and spring in Trier. She's known for clay figurines. Oh. Fancy. Well, I love me a clay figurine. Mm. Not nearly as good as the grocery store holy candle, though. I saw those today when I was at the grocery store, and I was like, I wanted to get one. I don't know why. I like that they sell rainbow ones. Yeah, so we were trying to think of something kelpie that we could make, and I was like, seaweed. That's like kelp. It is. I, you, I laughed so hard when you said that, when I said... What do you think we should make? And she just responded with kelp question mark. And it's the only thing I could think of, which is why I asked. I was like, I couldn't think. I didn't even occur to me that seaweed is basically kelp. Did they eat anything in the book? Were they eating? 
I don't I'm, think they describe food at all. I mean, besides the ship tit. <laughs> so maybe yeah. we could find a lactating woman and and yeah. Oh God, no, Deva. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely not. So now I'm slicing up the cucumbers, kind of haphazardly. Mm. I am so hungry. I know, I'm starving. But this looks like it'll be crunchy. I like I like carrot matches. Oh, and I brought um, soy sauce, too, that we can put on it, and some toasted sesame seeds that we can put on top to add some flavor. Yeah. Sushi bowl. So I guess we're just going to put down the rice in the bowls. Yeah. And then put all of our stuff on top. Yep. Fun. Yeah. Um, so for, do you want to talk about the next book? Yeah. Which I guess I should look at the... the oh, I, have, I can pull it out. The poll. So we didn't do a poll this month. We were lazy. Because so, of, you know, it's been a really hectic month. It has been a hectic month. So what we're going to do is we're going to do the second highest voted item on the last poll. We're going to then put out a new poll at the same time as this episode and announce the winner like in two weeks. That way we'll know before we have to. Yep. Yeah. And give people time to read the book. Oh no. Someone changed their vote. There were three, and now there's only two. Uh-oh. Well, maybe we could just choose. Sad face and angry face. Sad face is illusions, and angry face is color of magic. Maybe we should do color of magic. We could do color of magic. Because illusions is another, I think that's another 70s book, and I, well, I guess color, color of magic. Color of magic is too. also a 70s book, but it's Terry Pratchett, yeah, but it's so a it's funny. Yeah, Let's do color of magic. Executive decision. Which is kind of more fantasy, but we're going to make an exception. What well, takes place on a, you know... Yeah, planet. Sci- yeah. That's sci-fi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because other stories don't take place on planets. Yeah, no, I mean, Earth, technically a planet. Yeah. So everything's sci-fi. Next week, we'll be reading Fifty Shades of Grey. Just kidding. <laughs> takes place on Earth. <laughs> All right, so we'll just put these together and then... Enjoy them. Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk to you all soon. Bye.